This podcast is supported by Patreon. You can show your support on patreon.com slash toadsanime and get four early episodes a month for just a few bucks. Plus it helps Ryan buy Digimon toys. Alternatively, spend it on something more important. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Toad on Games podcast. The only podcast in the world that has a different video games industry guest every week. There's a citation needed there, but that's a claim I'm just making. And hope no one ever picks up on it as being false. Um, but hey, I've made it, so that's so true. And with me today, I have Tristan from Can You Pet the Dog. Do you want to say hello and a little bit about what you do? Hi there. Uh, my name's uh, Tristan Cooper. Um, we're talking about Can You Pet the Dog. Is it is it is a Twitter account I started uh, March of 2019, all about uh, petable dogs and video games, some dogs that you can't pet, uh, moved on to other animals as well. And um, people seem to uh, enjoy it, so I've I've kept it going for way longer than I ever thought I would. <laughs> I think that's the thing about like joke accounts and then and, and sort of odd quirky accounts is people start them up and never expect them to be doing them for a long. Like I mean, it's it's shocking to hear you only started it in twenty. I mean, I know you only started it in twenty nineteen, but it's still shocking to hear that because it does feel like it's been around forever. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I don't, I don't. I guess I don't really feel that way. I'm like, oh, uh, it, it feels it feels like a really short time ago. It feels like it it was like March of this year when I started it, and uh, mm-hmm. earlier in March of this 2020 when I and I made a one year post. Everyone else had the same reaction you did. It's like, oh, it's been around forever. I'm just like, oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is about like compiling all these lists and uh, of of uh, and videos and clips of dogs and stuff, but it has uh, compressed time in a funny way for me. I, th- I guess that's the thing about doing something consistent um, for a long time on like Twitter and stuff, because obviously I don't know how, I, d- I don't know the way that you organize this, but on a smaller scale, much smaller scale, I have, I have like a spreadsheet for like a, a thread I do on Twitter. And, and I don't know what it is, but just something about that and like picking out of it and stuff makes it feel like I've been doing it for ages and I've only been doing it for a few months. So I think there's, it, basically it's social media's fault. It's so, social media makes everything feel really long. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, the pandemic hasn't helped uh, it to like time uh, expand yeah. or condense uh, at all at this point. So uh, I'm, I'm doing like the same thing every week. I have a routine. So when I get into that kind of like routine, uh, it's hard to tell how much time has passed and how many times I've done that routine because <laughs> I just do it all the time. And I, and I don't have a tally mark, you know, on the wall or anything like that. I have a, mm. a messy Google Doc and I have an Excel spreadsheet uh that i go through sometimes but other than that it's just uh week by week yeah you must get around to the to to the casual friday stuff and be like how has how is it friday already how is this happening oh i know i'm I'm already thinking about it right now actually uh because i usually post more on fridays and i don't know why i do that like (laughs) i don't know why i do that it's just work for me it's like it's like three times i usually post like once every weekday and then like three or four times on friday and like that's just like obviously three or four more times to work for I don't know. I don't know why I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing any of this? Yeah. What am I doing? I mean, like that's a you know, it's an existential question we we are maybe all asking ourselves these days. But yep, I love that. Three minutes in, we're already asking the existential questions. Mm-hmm. Where do we go? That's from here? the world we live in. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. Thanks for coming. I'll, I'll talk talk to you again in a year. That's, yeah, that's that. Well, we should just put this out on Twitter, you know, as a little Twitter video, cut it down to two minutes and 20 seconds, I think would be a, a great Twitter podcast. People love those. That's, that's, oh my goodness. Uh, there's an idea for someone, for a new quirky Twitter account, two minute podcasts. Mm-hmm. Do it. That's you, good. you haven't got enough work on your plate. You should do that. <laughs> you know what? I think to succeed on Twitter, it's got to be as short and punchy as possible. So let's make a nine second mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One question. Mm-hmm. Hi, with me today I have Tristan. Do you like petting dogs? Yes, I like petting dogs. Thank you very much. We'll join you next time. Perfect. There we go. No, don't waste my time. Except for uh, that's exactly what podcasts are for. <laughs> please, <laughs> please put something in my ear as white noise so I don't have to pay attention to everything else or the mundane thing that I am doing right now. That's exactly it. Yeah. Although I have wondered, um, not to lift the veil on this a bit, a bit, but I have wondered whether people are listening to things like this more or less now during the pandemic while they're at home. So I feel like people listen to podcasts a lot on the way to work and not when they're sat about 
in their pants. I yeah, yes, yes, and no. I, I've heard just anecdotally on Twitter from I follow some people who who do podcasts and and they're they seem to be doing pretty well. I think maybe people are picking up new hobbies that are obviously indoorsy, and uh, they just need more stimulation uh at the time because you can't be you know baking bread and looking at your phone you know but you can't be mm. baking bread and listening to a podcast but it, it definitely for me personally it has definitely sort of like uh killed a lot of my podcast listening and also a lot of my switch playing i used to play switch on the train all the time but now i just like mm. it's it's it might be gathering dust at this point just because i used to play it every day uh every day on the commute and now that's just not a thing yeah, I've wondered that. I mean, per, per, I'm in a, 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 an exceptional circumstance because I live with my partner in his parents' house. So he wants the TV a lot. We just have one bedroom. So I end up using the Switch in handheld mode mm, anyway. Mm-hmm, I do mm-hmm. wonder if the, the the rate of people playing in handheld mode on the Switch must have surely dropped, which is the whole point of the thing is that it's a hybrid. So I don't, I don't know. Anyway, that's a real weird tangent. But sure, I'm interested. But that's, that's how it goes. Also, it's probably because, I mean, at the moment you're on... Uh, over just over a year you're on like almost half a million followers so i imagine people being at home and being on social media more has inadvertently affected that too i yeah i guess i I wonder about that and i wonder if the people are looking for more of like a timeline cleanse if you will uh more and more these days uh because doom scrolling is more and more of a a thing you know just like Mm -hmm. endlessly uh you know, swiping through uh, tweets and Instagram and and everything else, and uh, yeah, maybe people are looking for a little bit of of solace, uh, a little bright spot uh, instead of like the latest horrible news. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was I was as is often the case was just offhand speaking about um, your account recently to someone, and they mentioned how the reason they think it's 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 so successful is because it's like the one nice like social media movement for games like you have if, if usually there's a social media movement for games it's i want this to happen in this game or i want this or you should do this and it's very negative and, and naggy mm-hmm. but this is like the one nice thing like there should be pedable dogs in games yeah. like that's not a you know it's not an aggressive argument i suppose yeah i mean yeah i i agree it is i mean that's something i've tried to to cultivate but it is tricky because you don't want to you know, uh, sort of whip up an angry mob over a game that doesn't have a pedable dog. So you have to mm. be very careful about like what, like you said, you know, 450 some odd thousand followers. If you say like, a, there's this tiny, say there's a tiny indie game made by three people comes out this week. It has a dog that in it that you can't pet. And the most attention that they're going to get that week from the biggest exposure, they're going to get that week is someone saying, Hey, uh, there's this dog i can't pet it how dare you um that's maybe not positive so there's uh, a line there i guess between something uh positive that can be kind of turned on its head just by the fact that there's so many people paying attention to it so that's something i have to consider uh quite a bit i guess um and so far i i hope i've done a good job i i mean i the thing is that i haven't heard from anyone um, specifically in, on the development side that has has uh, been unhappy with the account in that way, that has created a pressure. Mm. But at the same time, if the account is like, you know, out of control, big, then would they feel comfortable complaining in the first place? So mm. it's, it's just a really delicate balance. I know, I know we were supposed to say, you know, it's very nice, but it's, it's hard to keep it nice. You know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, feels like more effort than it than maybe it looks like yeah yeah i I mean i'm sure like it's 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 crazy how big the account i mean i get it obviously but it's crazy how big the account has got and how and what an effect it already has um like in my experience when i've worked at video game companies like we have released a game and and we'll have a dog and maybe a dog is in the screenshot or the trailer or something and we will have comments about it but i feel like in my personal experience it's always been tongue-in-cheek like, I've never felt like, I'm sure there are a few select people out there that get really weird and harassing about it. I'm sure that exists for anything. But I think the vast majority of people, even if they do comment on devs, like, oh, isn't the, de- the dog pettable? They're, they're, it's kind of tongue-in-cheek. Like They're not really basing a, a buying decision on it or, yeah. or anything like that. 
yeah, I hope I hope you're right. I guess I just may I'm I might worry a little bit too much about that, but uh, I I I guess it's just my worst fear is that the 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 I don't know what if you want to say wholesomeness or, or niceness of the account is kind of turned on its head just by virtue mm-hmm. of how big it is. I, I know there's like that you know, it's like the whole like milkshake duck thing, you know, you have something mm-hmm. nice that everybody likes and then it's like all of a sudden ruined, it's cancelled. And mm-hmm. um I, I don't want to. That's part of the reason I don't like put ads on the account because I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to like taint something that people enjoy. You know, uh, like a refuge or something like that. Even though I, I can, can in no way blame people who want to make money off of uh, you know work they put into social media or anything like that. Uh, but that's. I guess that's interesting to to hear that uh, from your point of view. It seems like it's very tongue in cheek. That's a lot of that's a lot of the responses that I do get when I post something like um, there are no dogs and sleeping dogs and people, it's mm. a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, I don't know. It's going to be six or seven and maybe eight year old game right now. And people are just like, oh, what? Oh, I'm brief. I'm going to no, I'm canceling my pre-order of this old game. I'm, I'm going to just throw it in the garbage. And, and it's in a way, I guess it's nice to feel mad about something inconsequential you know, rather than screaming into the void yeah. about something that uh, affects a lot of people, including yourself, uh, so being being mad at pretending for a moment that this is the worst problem in the world. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's that's what's great about it, really, is it's it's it is it goes back to what I was saying about it being like this one, like positive social movement, because uh, in, in my experience, as I say, like people are very tongue-in-cheek about it like they're not serious they're not going to put base their purchasing decisions on it they're not really angry about it um but on the other hand i mean again in my experience and i've heard from other developers and i'm sure it's the case uh, that you've heard from other developers that it has become like a talking point (laughs) within like in develop in development um you know as, as as someone that works in marketing like i've been at companies with games where i go Please can we make sure that the dog is petable? And if it is, can I please have a gift for it? <laughs> and I, I I need to get like and I need and I need to secure that early. Like it's become like this thing. That is, yeah. It's hard to say um, how much of that is is really you know my my effect. And I understand that um, I, there has been there have been a few cases specifically attributed to me. I think. One was Enter the Gungeon. Another one was a really fun little dust up with the creator of um, uh, what was it? Um, the Layer of the Clockwork God, where they they tried to put mm-hmm. a dog that was very hard to pet in it. So I would <laughs> declare that you can't pet the dog. But then I found out how to pet the dog, and they were you know fake mad about it. That was another kind of like uh, like uh, uh, very fun little little interaction. Much much like you were saying before, let's just like uh, pretending something that. Uh, is like it's consequential it was a very big deal um but otherwise i i don't have a lot of like direct conversations about the origins of uh all these uh dog petting so it's interesting to hear from your side of of, of things because uh i don't have a lot of insight into um wh- where it's all coming from if it even comes from me or like the mm. account or like the meme at this point i guess you could say uh, yeah, but that's yeah. That, I, I guess that's that's uh, interesting because I I don't want to get like too big of a head. It's like oh yeah, I'm changing the game industry. Like when I created the account, literally because there were already petable dogs in video games, and some that you mm-hmm. couldn't, but a lot that there were. And I'm posting games from you know 1981 uh, that you can pet mm-hmm. a dog in. So it's been going on for uh, way before I was even born at this point. <laughs> yeah but it's definitely become like a thing because of your account like it's nice to hear that you're like humble and, and stuff about it and uh but in f- there are definitely marketers like may- maybe I- I'm-, I'm fairly certain and i've heard stories about developers that will make sure that the dog is actually pedable um because of the account and i guess the the wider meme that's that's become of it um but marketers will like get gifts and will make sure they have gifts in their marketing material in to tweet it in hopes of you seeing it now that apps that that which is kind of crazy but that definitely happens yeah that's uh that's wild stuff i guess it, it i think it speaks a lot to um 
what, what how it's so important to have like gifable moments i guess in your games mm. these these days like um there's uh if i was a developer and i had a like really cool looking game i would give it to this person on twitter i think their tag is suny legend and they do these like yes. incredible like like mm. action movie shots of like monster hunter and last of us and it just makes your game look impossibly badass and i would just like if i was a marketer i would send this person uh, a copy of the game like a month early uh-huh. or something like that so they could just like master it and just like make it look as cool as possible uh but you know at that point like does this person want to market your game for free they're already doing it for the love of it so i guess you know uh maybe they will in exchange for just access to the game uh to just play around with but uh it is it is it is interesting the dichotomy because like a lot of people have like picked up on this that it's a it's a somewhat common marketing tactic to if not create if something was already existed and the developers already made a petable dog that way but to highlight it specifically mm-hmm. um then uh i guess you could say Sorry, just uh, just sort of blanked. A lot of lot of brain fog. We're recording this on uh, election day for those who oh, yeah. uh, who don't know election day in the states, and it's uh, it's really it's really scrambled my my brain a bit here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, weird timing for us to record. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess that's that's why I just like com- my brain just completely just like flattened. Just into a pancake just then. Uh, all all the wrinkles are gone. I'm completely smooth. Uh, it's actually nice. It's nice to be where I am right now. <laughs> yeah, it sounds relaxing. I'll, I'll have to give that a go. That sounds nice. I'm sure my brain will wrinkle up many times throughout the evening. Still. Oh, that yeah. That, that <laughs> honestly, I hope I hope mine doesn't. I hope I stay like this forever. Smooth brain, yeah, smooth brain please. The let the worms take me. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 um, it's interesting to me that in my opinion, from, 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 from my end, I've definitely, I have added your account in hopes that you would see things, you know, and I'm sure other developers do. And if you haven't seen that, that's really interesting. That's really interesting that you don't see that from your perspective, you don't, you don't feel like you've seen developers outright trying to get your attention. I, I see the the marketing side of things for sure. I I, yeah. I see the the people behind the Twitter accounts, like you said, tagging me. Um, or I see sometimes I see trailers, and then uh, and then other Twitter followers will tag me and say, "Hey, there's a petable dog in this." But mm-hmm. um, I, I I just can't say that I have definitive evidence too often, other than maybe maybe some hunches here or there. Um, mm. that it was developed with that, the meme in mind, I guess you could say. Um, I think is it's interesting that um, it, a lot of it is is the marketing that sort of like is pushing for that. And like yeah. some people have complained about this, oh, it's just a marketing tactic nowadays. But like, uh, and then other people immediately point out the idea. It's like, well, I mean, yeah, it's marketing, but you still get to pet a dog. So, you know, yeah. every... It's like there's not a it's not a real downside here, and I mean it's not it's not it's not so cynical. You can still tell the people who make these games and and animate and model these characters, you know, put a lot of thought into this this mm. kind of thing. Uh, and if it's you know like who who's who's losing out here, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like ads are being stuffed into the game to try and appease the meme. It's like an actual nice interaction that even a casual audience outside of all of this outside of this bubble that will just play a game yeah we'll be able to pet the dog and then that's nice yeah <laughs> like it's, it's a nice outcome it is interesting like <laughs> yeah the the dog is is the is the most interesting part even more than the games i've looked at my like analytics i don't know how accurate twitter analytics are but like it, mm-hmm. it'll show you the interests of everyone that is following you and at 99 percent, the top number one with a bullet is the number one interest for people is dogs. Obviously, that makes sense. But it's like a few more down, and at like ninety-two percent is video games. So more people are interested in dogs sure. than video games, which is like the reverse for me because I, I play more video games than I pet dogs. <laughs> if I, if you get if you know what I mean. <laughs> wow, 
Headline news. Uh, Tristan from Can You Pet the Dog plays more video games than he pets dogs. Bar- barely. Barely, though. Like, if I'm playing a video game, there's an, like an 80% chance that I am playing it to pet something in it. <laughs> These days. <laughs> that's interesting. That That's the crossover. I guess... Um, I guess that makes sense. So, do you think then? Uh, again, maybe, maybe you don't, maybe you don't see this, but do you reckon there are a substantial number of people that follow you, literally that have no interest in dogs and just want uh, no interest in video games and just want to see the nice dog petting gifts? I think there's probably, I mean, apparently there's you know seven or eight percent of people that maybe don't have a bunch of interest in video games and just want to see like a a nice uh computer animation of a dog i guess and then maybe they're more into animation than than video games but i think i think that venn diagram has a lot of overlap it's almost a circle you know according mm, to the analytics yeah. or whatever so I, I guess so i would i would say that there are more people that are uh because when you say that there are people who follow the account interested in dogs but not video games, I can get it. I could see there's a small amount of people who maybe aren't. But if you reverse that, are there people who, uh, who are following the account that are interested in video games but not dogs? And I would say, like, who are these people? Like, that, that, those, they can't, that can't exist. Like, that's the whole reason for the account, right? And so maybe they're, maybe they're in it for the cats. I don't know. Yeah, they're in it for the casual days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I, I I guess at this point though it's just like um, there will be I imagine a fair number of people who aren't like particularly into dogs, but just like the uh, I guess meanness of it. Sure. Yeah, and a lot of times I'll a lot of posts a couple times a month I'll post something about I don't know like um, you you cannot pet the dog in Dark Souls, and it's a picture yeah. or a gif of uh, the giant dog Sif with a giant sword about to murder you and, and, and people uh, enjoy those posts usually or, or Leon getting murdered by a tentacle dog in, in Resident <laughs> Evil or something like that. And there, I guess there are some people who, who follow it for like the, as you said, the, the meme, the memeness of it all. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is, you know, a, a definitely a big part of it, but maybe I, I hope that some people follow it also to figure out, to, to learn about new games because um, I, I try yeah. to post a wide breadth of, of games from, you know, like obviously like huge big budget games to like smaller stuff. Like I, I don't discriminate mm-hmm. if there's a if there's a petable dog. There's it's almost certain that I will I will try to cover it. Hmm. Well, that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, I imagine for those smaller releases for, for those indie games, like getting tweeted even on the basis of like a, a, a strange specific thing like can you pet a dog beginning tweeted by an account with half a million followers must be absolutely huge for for small developers they must just be mind blown i i hope so um i hope that helps um because i don't know how much work it takes depending on you know were they going to put a dog in the game at all uh did they did they see all these gifable dogs and think we should put a a dog in our game then we should animate someone petting it uh so we can be you know spread out online um i don't it's impossible for me to say like how many of uh those retweets or likes or views translate to sales you know there's maybe a more of a general awareness especially a lot of the press people who follow the account might then go on to like discover the game and talk about it on their podcast or like talk about it in a video or a stream or something like that but it's kind Mm -hmm. of like impossible to like track like uh what effect it's having what i did see one um the the thing i mentioned earlier and i think it it might have changed over time since the story kind of developed when i said layer the clockwork god was a sort of a jokey uh a jokey Mm -hmm. one where it was very hard to pet the dog and i i you know polygon made a story about how i thwarted his attempt to to troll me and everything like that and uh but at the moment before that story went up on polygon uh he said that you know these days twitter isn't really doing what it used to it used to be that uh you know i don't know, probably 2012 2013 at this point like if a big account tweeted something about a game you could see a demonstrable like bump in sales and um from what it sounded like at least th- at the time that i checked which is a few hours after the post went up that there was no like demonstrable effect um 
uh, at least not not too much, n- nothing noticeable. So I don't know like how much it changes from game to game, um, uh, from yeah. day to day. Uh, it's it's pretty hard to figure out. I mean, the numbers are the numbers. You know, the engagement is engagement, and maybe you know marketers and uh, are are happy with that. But uh, I I can't. I, I if someone were to ask me, like an indie developer would ask me, hey, um, you know, do you think it'd be worth it for me to put a dog that you can pet in the game? I would say, you look, you can put a petable dog in your game. I will definitely tweet about it, but I, I don't have any metrics to that definitively say that it will be worth it for you. Yeah, yeah, it's it's an interesting point, really. I guess because, again, going back to the, how we pointed out earlier about how no one is really well few people are really basing their buying decisions on it i guess that feeds into the other side of the coin in that I the keep... extra eyeballs are always a great thing that's a that's a good thing but maybe it isn't directly translating to to sales but there's probably a lot of factors it probably does depend on each sure thing, so. i do wonder i mean i something i do see a lot and i don't know if it's jokey or not but i do see a lot on especially on bigger posts it's like it's like that's it i'm buying the game they quote tweet it. It's like, oh, I have to get this now. Maybe it's a tipping point thing, something that mm-hmm. they were already aware of. Maybe it benefits games that were already kind of like had some mind share, you know, and it's just an extra nudge. And that yeah, yeah. Um, uh, smaller games, the first, without any context, um, just the first thing you see of a game is a dog. You're looking at the dog and not the game, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I, I I guess I don't know how much how much of the how many of these comments of like, uh, all right, they tag their friends like we have to play this, we have to buy this now. That's it. I'm I'm getting it. I don't know how many of those are serious. How many people those go through, uh, but I I definitely do see those now that uh, we talk about it. Uh, but it's still so uncertain i don't i don't it's not like i do referral links or anything like that so i could like track Mm. like how many people are clicking on uh games and stuff because sometimes uh if i have time or if i remember or if i'm on twitter at the right moment i will try to link especially smaller games uh link to their store pages uh just to sort of just just you know help help with discoverability uh you you know what i mean um some people still ask it's like hey you can you can pet the cat in eichenfell uh which is this really cute little uh uh uh, pixel art rpg uh that i would recommend playing it's on game pass Uh, but uh then people responded to the tweet saying what is this i'm I'm just like well i just i just wrote it's eichenfell what what so yeah. people need a little bit, a <laughs> little bit more. I mean, if they're if they're not reading, they're not reading the the tweet itself to find out what it is. They're definitely yeah. not going to Google it. You know what I mean? They're not. So yeah. uh, if I am um, getting engagement, especially high numbers for for some of these tweets, you know, the it'd be nice to sort of like funnel a bit of that, but uh, a, a bit of that attention back directly onto the developer. Uh, in in case you know, so hopefully they can get a little bit more return on their their labor investment because that's something I consider a lot. Is like if people are are into this meme and the the marketers say, hey, if there's a dog in it, we need it to be pet, and then we uh, need to make a gif of it, and that's all that's all labor, that's all work. And mm-hmm. um, in some cases, you know, developer I would imagine is more than happy to. To, to make a petable dog. I have a lot of like really uh, nice stories of uh, developers who put their their own dogs into the game. Some, uh, and like this, like, hey, this, is do- this dog is based on my old dog. I I took the dog into the studio and recorded uh, the dog for sound effects. I pet the dog and I re- use that as the petting sound effects. Um, this dog is no longer with us, but I now they live on forever in this game. And those are always um, nice stories, but at the same time, like maybe this de- in another case, there's a developer that has a lot of things to do. There's 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 crunch, you know. That's a huge topic right now, and it and, you know it's always been around, but especially now. And so, adding another bullet point of a, a, a on a to do list, um, am I you know contributing to someone's crunch? Is someone staying late at night? 
because of, you know, in a roundabout way, something I did. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting, I suppose, to hear that the, the account is on the face of it, like it's so friendly and nice and fluffy and, and wonderful, but, and yet you get stressed out, <laughs> bless you, over the, over the, over the pressures that you, you worry that you might be placing on people. Yep. Um, yeah. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's imaginary. Maybe it's me worrying for nothing. But again, I, I, I always worry about the, the day that everyone, uh, you know, looks at the account and says, no, actually what you're doing is bad. And you're you're hurting more than you're helping, and I and I never want to get there, and I don't right. know if it ever would if I wasn't paying close attention to this sort of thing, and I don't know if it ever will if I am paying close attention to this sort of thing. But I would like to to do as much good without you know, leaving as as little negative impact as I can. In in my experience, like it's such a it's it's such a little thing, you know. It's not like the account is demanding that the graphics have to be this high or that the world has to be this big or anything. It's mm-hmm. such a small thing. The developers are kind of like in on it, you know, and they, they, they find it, they, they think it's humorous and, mm. and, you know, and they'll put it in. And I can't imagine they actually feel much pressure to do that. Mm. If they're doing it, it's kind of on them and okay. not on you. Oh. Um, yeah. In, in, in my experience, there is no real pressure, even from audiences mm. that are, will come at developers or publishers and whatnot. It's it's just tongue in cheek, and everyone involved from development to audience is kind of in on it. Um, I've never felt, and don't think there ever will be, actual serious pressure put on put on people. Over Interesting. It. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is all uh, this is all new to me, I guess, because I don't think I've ever talked to anyone behind the scenes uh, to this degree about uh, this topic. So that's um, definitely something I will take into consideration when I'm uh, stressing out <laughs> next time. <laughs> I guess it's it's difficult for you as well because there isn't really anything quite like it. So you, you don't really have anything to compare it to. Like I know there's other like quirky accounts, m- mm-hmm. many of which have kind of sprung up af- after yours. Sure. But some there isn't really that much for you. To, yeah, there's, gr- there's some great ones, but there's not much for you to compare to. And I, and I doubt anyone's open about like, okay, this is the effect this has had and this is what this is doing. This is how many sales it's having. So it kind of is all like new to you. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, some that I, I do try to look for other people doing similar things that, that I do, I guess, uh, because you are right in that um, there aren't too many accounts like mine, there's a lot of like fun, like out of context, um, uh, Twitter accounts for like, you know, movies, TV shows, and also games like Silent Hill out of context or something like that. And it's just Mm. like very goofy little bits from Silent Hill three of a character, uh, looking at all the bread in a room and saying it's bread. Uh, and that's very funny to me. And there's, um, gosh, uh, there was another, there's one called good faces. And a lot of it is just like very like goofy and weird, uh uh faces uh in in mostly in video games i think um but just like still images and screen caps and there was one what was it that i just followed oh uh it's called low poly animals and it's uh literally just a collection of like the the seagull from daytona and it's it's just like five polygons and it's just like it looks looks like a little paper clip like flapping its wings in the air um but i guess to this degree like some people tag me in the same post as uh, the real life dog account, dog rates. Um, yeah, we rate dogs. Yes, we rate dogs. It's very like super popular. It's not exactly. I mean, it's 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 got to be like 10, 20 times as popular as my account at this point. But uh, mm. that's that's something I that I look at, I guess, for a, a comparison on the dog side of things. Cause I mm. always get tagged in their posts with people uh, um, who, who want to show pictures off their, of their dog really. And they just tag the biggest dogs accounts that they know. And one of them right. out of a dozen is mine, I guess. There's also a kid who, who does I've pet that dog. And it's like a 10 year old, maybe 12 year old kid who, who like literally just takes a picture with dogs that he's pet. And it's very cute. Uh, I don't know how, <laughs> quarantine is going right now but <laughs> <laughs> i've never even seen that one 
I love that. I, 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 yeah, I guess um, that's interesting that people would just like show you dogs and tag you and other popular dog people in. I guess yeah. it kind of shows it isn't that limited to video games then if people are just oh his popular dog accounts. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. I guess yeah. I guess that's interesting. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Well, if you would, if you had to put the count in a in a category, or what I do in a category is it like an influencer? Because it's not really like I'm. It's not like I'm a YouTuber. You know what I mean? I just post uh, twelve second videos on Twitter uh, once a day. Um, so I, I guess I've never thought about what you would how you would categorize. It. and I, I guess I'm since there's no one no one to base the Twitter account off of to this degree mm-hmm. at least at this point like uh, I maybe that's part of the reason why I'm overly cautious is that I don't want to set the example and be a cautionary tale for for others yeah yeah it's it's I mean I I, I think if 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 I were to be trying to get you to post something as a marketer I probably would put you down as like content creator or mm-hmm. influencer or something mm-hmm. but um but yeah it's 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 interesting it's like a whole new realm like as you say there aren't it, 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 there isn't many people that from my end as a marketer i've been able to work with other quirky accounts um i think i did speak with sunny legend it's funny you brought them up earlier i think i was speaking to them once about some action game and they were interested i don't know whether i ended up sending them something probably <laughs> who knows so so you know they do get worked with they do get yeah, worked with for sure. sure and um yeah it's it's interesting Th- those kind of accounts are definitely being worked um on with with marketers you know that they are speaking to one another and giving sample copies over and stuff and um uh i mean i'm sure developers do developers send you code for games and stuff like is that pretty something that you... pretty often Pretty often, right, a lot okay. of times, uh, it's me seeking it out um, okay. at this point because um, it's much easier for me if I because get, getting to a, a point where you can pet a dog in a game sometimes takes hours. Mm-hmm. It can take a long time to like just get to the point in the game, and I would have rather not be because at this point, like every other like media outlet for games has kind of like picked up onto the meme and they'll post their own the. The official accounts will post their own because they definitely have yeah. the the equip the material before I do, but I mean I still would like the account to be relevant. You know, I, I even though it's a meme, I, I still feel a little bit of I feel a little bit of ownership over uh, the account. I guess you could say, mm-hmm. and I would like to like for it to maintain its own identity, and that doesn't mean that I feel like I I. Uh, I am entitled to footage of of uh, video games with dogs in them from every developer, and every developer needs to bow to my whims so that I may grace them with a tweet. Um, but uh, I, I do like to be early, I guess, to stay relevant with that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I was like doing something. That, something that reminded me of like I was doing. I was out or something, or like I was busy at a point where um ghost of tsushima like showed up like petting a fox in their uh mm. in their trailer and like by the time i got back and i got on twitter like it was it was all over the place it was everywhere and i kind of like missed the boat on it and it's not a big deal it's not the end of the world or anything but i would still like to be in that conversation i guess and and be mm. uh and you know be there quickly i guess a lot of media types uh obviously like speed is is uh, is a big factor in a lot of uh, publishing yeah though yeah i mean i don't know why it's like a, such a huge motivator for me since like i'm not, it's not like i'm making money on the account it's not like part of my livelihood it's not my job even though it kind of feels like it sometimes but um mm-hmm. but yeah uh it's a yeah circle back like a lot of times i will like if i see a, a trailer or i think like this game is in a series with a that has other games in it with petable dogs. I will, I will send some PR emails. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. they will also mention, Hey, there's a, a couple times there's, there's also a waterfall with something behind it. Cause I also do, uh, have, uh, created an account called this something behind the waterfall. I think it's, it's at VG waterfalls. And I created it like the moment, like the COVID was about to hit in the U S. So mm-hmm. like I started, like, I was like, you know what, you know what? It'd be a great idea. 
would be to give myself a bunch of extra work right before pandemic. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, but uh, that's, I guess that's an, it's just, it's just sort of like falling in the same mold, but I've had a couple of people, mm-hmm. including one recently mentioned to me, it's like, Oh, you're already petting something. There's also a waterfall with something secret behind it in this game. Um, uh, cool. If you want to check that out as well. So that's a nice little, uh, uh, double whammy, I guess I would, but yeah, it's definitely something that I, I kind of, uh, go after to, to stay, to stay relevant, to stay, um, on top of things. Yeah. I guess when you have, um, again, you're super humble, so I don't want to say like you have ownership over the meme, but you're definitely like the, the biggest account related to it. Let's put it that way. Sure. And so I guess it must feel it, it must feel like you have to stay on top of it. It must, which is so strict. Cause I, I get like that again on a much smaller scale. I have knowing the amount of followers, but I will post video game news and that's like something that I do on my Twitter account. And mm-hmm. if I'm out and the big thing breaks, I feel like I absolutely have to get somewhere and be posting about it. Or if a, like, if a Nintendo direct drops or something like, damn it, I need to go mm-hmm. and like do a tweet thread on this, which mm-hmm. is pressure. I'm putting on myself in a reason, but like, I completely understand why you, feel that way like if, if if there's a big gift you're like damn it i've missed out yeah kind of uh and it's just like you said it's like it's not the end of the world it's like i could just let it go but part of me is also like but yeah but i could but then <laughs> then those then i'll get all those sweet notifications and the serotonin gland that is currently gasping <laughs> is currently like over milked in my in my mind is uh will maybe twinge just a bit of that happy chemical into my brain. Uh, mm. Maybe that, maybe that's like too much of it. Uh, it is <laughs> like, it is, it is very yeah. video gamey and like, I like to see the numbers go up. You know what I mean? That's it. <laughs> Seeing those numbers that, go up. That's exactly it. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> the thing about like social media in general is like, it's almost gamified with the amount of retweets and numbers and, and especially if you're running a company looking at analytics, it's like, oh, this month I'm this much up or I'm this much down. And it's, yeah, it is easy to become like for no reason whatsoever, sort of it, it, almost to the point of obsession over it or, well, not obsession, but like to care about it. And then if you step back, like that doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I'm gutted to hear that you don't earn money from the account. I'm, yeah. you should. It probably. I probably should, but I don't know how too because like i said like if i were to do like ads or something like that you know what i mean uh i i don't know what they would look like because i already post videos of people's games for free so it's not like Mm. you know i can all of a sudden start charging people for it you know what i mean because that's the whole idea behind Mm. the account um and at the same time like when you see that kind of thing you're just kind of like oh i understand why they do it and it's kind of still kind of corny you know, I was like, oh, this was this nice thing. And now it's kind of different. Uh, and like, even though I know in my heart that I've spent a lot of time on this and I should, if I'm valuing the labor of the people who make the games and make these dogs, that I should value my own time. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, putting like traditional like banner ads or like especially like sponsored tweets and stuff doesn't exactly mm-hmm. sit right, I guess, with me, with the vibe of the account. And there's other, maybe there's other ways I can, I could monetize and, and make some sort of like living or, or, or at least a little bit of money off of all the work I've made. I'd love to do a, a book or something like that. Um, yeah. But, uh, but you know, I, that's something I've been grappling with, with a lot for a long time is just, just the idea of, you know, putting a lot into this and like, what's it getting <laughs> to say like what's it what's in it for me you know what i mean if there's this serotonin gland is is pretty much broken so i need something else <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i understand like the amount of work you put in and, and the, the the way that it's been built up and stuff and we're talking about how much of it uh, you know that it's had even on a small scale an effect on the industry it does seem uh wrong from my perspective that you aren't getting anything from it um, so hopefully you will. So hopefully, hopefully you will have a book, or you can figure out some sort of affiliate link system that doesn't seem obtrusive or, or, or something. Yeah. Um, fingers crossed. Yeah, I do. Yeah, um, I just whatever I do, it's just like I don't want it to change to change how the yeah how the thing 
operates itself. You know what I mean? Because if you're seeing like an affiliate link, the people will start thinking like, oh, is he just posting about this because he wants to drop a link? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and maybe again, maybe I'm overthinking it. I, in my experience of a lot of things about this account, I and it, it's justified. It's justified even more by our conversation today is that I'm thinking and worrying about it way more than anyone else is. Yeah. Uh, I for the first six to nine months of the account, like I, I was anonymous for a long time, mm-hmm. in part because it just blew up so quickly and I didn't know what to do with it. And I, uh, you know, I've not always, you know, there's some weirdos on the internet who who don't like what I wrote like three or four years ago or whatever, and they hold a grudge. Mm-hmm. And and like if if I have a higher profile, will there be more of those weirdos? Um, mm-hmm. And does, is it better if people just like sort of like imagine that the account isn't a person, but like a dog behind the the computer? And that's on my profile page and everything. Um, I commissioned mm-hmm. some uh, some great art uh, of a dog just sort of like, just sort of like my headcanon is that it's a dog like looking through all these games and making sure you can pet them in them. And that, that the account is sort of like the the product of this, this fictional dog, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But... And then I was like really hesitant to. Um, Jenna Steber at Polygon did a, a video about uh, dogs in video games recently, and she interviewed me as part of it. And uh, I was like hemming and hawing about uh, retweeting it on the account because like I rarely like referenced myself on it. Uh, mm-hmm. And I've uh, I, my name and my my handle, my Twitter handle is like not anywhere to be found on. Can you put the dog? It's on my personal page. It's like, hey, hey, I'm the person who does this, but not the other way around. Because uh, mm. again, I'm over. I'm probably overthinking it. Uh, and I was worried about like, oh, what if people see the the can you the guy who the can you pet the dog guy's face? Is that weird? And, and not one person commented, not one person cared yeah. or noticed because yeah. uh, it's, it's not a thing. And I've, I've built it up a bit too much in my own, my own head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I understand that. I understand that it's easy to um, like, it, 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 it's, it's been so surprising to me talking to you and like you not, you know, that the fact that you worry so much about the developers and the fact that you, you didn't know about, you know, it's, it's marketing prowess and all that stuff. Like it's, it's, I, I guess it is easy to just completely overthink things. And especially when I imagine your notifications are just swarmed, like you just must see so much. And it's easy to think that maybe the minority voices and stuff might be more than that. And sure. yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. And I mean, like the, the, how, the, not many, not many negative comments that I get. Mm. They're all like, they're all just happy that there's a good there's a good dog that's being pet and you know <laughs> yeah. and every once in a while uh, I'll I'll do a name search or, or various searches like pet the dog in on Twitter just to make sure I'm you know not missing anything is there another game that is out or or is about to come out that I am uh, they had nobody's tagged me in but you know mm-hmm. that I could that I could cover or something like that. And, and like my brain zeroes in on like the two negative comments that I see a month about the account, yeah. as opposed to just like, just, you know, endless uh, notifications uh, throughout the year uh, that are nothing but positive. It's a pretty positive community altogether uh, in part because of the, co- the subject matter is, is uh, yeah. kind of unambiguously nice, you know, uh, so yeah, me yeah. Again, more more and more, this this conversation has become uh, re- revealing to myself. <laughs> Putting a holding up a mirror <laughs> and saying, "Oh well, that's not a big deal." <laughs> yeah, I think. I mean, I think in general, um, it's just really good that you have something positive. It's like an actually like positive thing that you are doing. It's not anything that's a quote unquote big deal. So it's not going to cause pressure to people. Like it is just one of the rare big accounts um like big movements that is just wholesome and lovely and that's why people like it to begin with i think um yeah cool do you, i i should probably let you leave and live your live your life and sure dogs sure that's um, fair <laughs> uh do you want to tell everyone uh where they can find you or the account i mean they probably know sure or where, the, where they can find the account and stuff sure well i mean you can follow at can you pet the dog also can you pet the dog.com 
also redirects to the account if that's if that's easier i guess um you can also find me just my personal twitter account is at tristan a cooper it's mostly just retweets of like cool art and uh, articles and stuff because i spent too much time uh tweeting on the other account um to <laughs> make original content anywhere else i guess <laughs> yeah. oh and you can follow uh 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 the waterfall account vg waterfalls um i'm trying to pace myself but i'm i'm gonna try to start uh posting there again um uh and that's just that's just cool stuff you find behind waterfalls in video games which is like unlike petting a dog it's like something you can only really do in video games there's because mm. a few waterfalls you can go behind in real life but there's no treasure you know and that's yeah. a, that's a nice that's always a nice thing to see in a video game. it's very satisfying in the in the the same like it's same but different kind of way that petting a dog in a video game is satisfying yeah, I love that. I'm actually not even following that. I love that. And it is like a well-known trope, you know, like this. Yes. I mean, ev- evidently, because <laughs> you've been able to make a whole account about it. <laughs> That's right. I love it. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I know that you're you're busy and we've picked a really weird day to record, so mm-hmm. I do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, thank you so much for uh, uh, helping me kill an hour on the one of the most stressful days of the year. I appreciate it. <laughs> right that's yeah oh gosh i've got another recording with another american in a minute so we'll see how that goes hopefully he's doing okay as well yes (laughs) give them my best all right i will i will thank you very much Mm -hmm. and we'll catch everyone next time bye thank you for listening to another episode of the toad on games podcast and remember if you want to support the podcast i.e me buying Digimon toys and video games, you can do so at www.patreon.com slash toadsanime, where you will get early access to every single episode, which is four episodes a month. They are out publicly every Monday, but you get you get them like three days early, which is pretty, pretty good. Maybe there'll be some exclusives in some of them. Who knows? And of course, you also get a shout out on the podcast. So thank you to Andy Jones, Kamal Palaher, Farfew Giants, Robert Cathels, James Coop, Thomas, Francesco Limus, EMH Richard, Corey Class, Chris Wood, Gregory Phillips, Lee Chapman, Stephen, Andy Robertson, Gregory Kroll, Joe Sheedy, and Ryan Winter. Thank you so, so much for supporting this. Um, please do tell me if I've said any of your names wrong or if you want to be called something else. Um, terrible names. And yeah, if, if you do want to support the podcast, please head over to that link. It is incredibly appreciated. You will also see some epic new branding on uh, wherever you're listening to this and on patreon some awesome new art from mallowed art um, do check the description for the links to them and i will catch you on the next episode where we'll be interviewing talking to someone else from the video game industry so thank you so much and i'll catch you then <laughs>